Hey guys, welcome back to the ITP Live show. I'm your host, Amen, and today I'm in the studio with Ali Salama, who is a mental health ambassador, and he is the perfect person to be doing this interview with because it's Mental Health Awareness Week. So welcome to the show, Ali. Hey guys, my name is Ali Salama. I'm the CEO and founder of Empower. I'm also a mental health ambassador, and I advocate for youth mental health, and it's a pleasure to be here. Amazing. So um, for people that don't know um, about your background and your journey, where did you begin? Like, what's your story? I started out as a swimmer. Uh, I've always had a background in professional uh, swimming. So I swam in Egypt, in an Al Jazeera club, here in Al Nasser in Canada. And I've just always had that, um, I think, uh, that, 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 that physical health uh, embedded into my life. So I never really imagined I'd be doing what I'm doing today. I think what really happened was when I struggled, when I moved from Dubai um, to, to, to Canada, uh, I just couldn't imagine that this was real. I wasn't ever, I was this locker room type of boy and it just hit me when I just couldn't really recognize myself due to the illness and the severity that it was. And because I think I was just not really accepting of myself, uh, I was studying entrepreneurship and innovation. And in one of my projects, I was asked to prove an idea works and I wasn't really in my frame of mind. So I just put a, an anonymous submission form saying, break the silence Egypt in my bedroom in Toronto. And that just went viral. And that was when I realized in that moment that there was something bigger than me. And perhaps like something was this world, God was trying to tell me something and I just ran with it. And then, so from there, then how have you become, you know, such an influencer yeah. from social media? Um, you know, what? What's that journey then, the next half? Yeah, so that sort of campaign or coalition was called Break the Silence Egypt. And I understood that young Arab men just don't have the platform or just don't have the safe space to talk about whatever they're going uh, through. And I think um, how that inevitably changed to transform in, in, into who I am today was I started an awareness campaign and that enabled me to talk about a little bit about what I was going through. Um, and slowly but surely, I promised myself that when I get or feel better, I would uh, launch a platform called Empower. I mean, I didn't know that then, but I launched a platform to be the cultural sort of barrier because what I understood was Arabs do not have a platform that speaks to their cultural nuances within the context of mental health. That's why um, I think I started Empower. And when that kind of happened, there was the Harvard Arab Conference at three weeks later, and that allowed me to meet a person who was the World Federation for Mental Health President, and then everything took off. Wow, amazing. Um, and how do you promote mental health on social media? Do you do it through images, videos? So for myself, I, uh, I, I used to do it through educational posts and content. At Empower, we do that, but in Arabic. We realized that there is barely any uh, platform out there at the level of engagement that is needed to be, that actually promotes educational simplified posts that enables young people to actually start their mental health journey. This is an end all solution. It's literally the, the gap in between the user or the person or the young person feeling a little bit challenged to them understanding where to go and how to best seek support. And what are the good and like the positive and negatives of social media when it comes to mental health? We all know social media I think it, it forces us to be in that box because whether you use it to monetize your brand, to grow awareness, 
you're forced to be in a certain uh, silo. And we're never living just in that silo, right? There are so many different versions of us. Um, and I, I just believe that social media puts a lot of pressure on young people, a lot of pressure. I see a lot of harm in social media, but I also see a lot of benefits in social media. And I also encourage all schools to actually educate and psychoeducation around social media. People spend now seven to eight hours a day on social media. So I think that needs to be uh, very much so moderated in some way, shape or form. When is it that people feel most like triggered? Is it the morning, the evening, the afternoon, like when? Your habits, as soon as you wake up and your habits before you sleep have an incredible impact on your quality of life, i.e. the quality of how you think, how you feel, and how you cognitively um, function every day. And for like influencers and content creators watching this, um, what morning tips can you give Everyone, me. I think <laughs> it's a daily routine. Yeah, so what I'm really trying to work on every day is as soon as I wake up to actually intentionally not touch my phone for 20 minutes. So one thing I do is I would um, try meditation uh, on an app. Another thing is um, deep breathing, right? Uh, box breathing. There's so many techniques to kind of allow you to kind of get some air into your system. I think the other thing as well, and I know a lot of people don't believe that, but affirmations and journaling. I completely have to journal what I'm thinking to kind of, uh, you know, flush anything out before I start my day. I've been journaling for over the past eight years and uh, it's just been magical. And when it comes to, so bringing it back to social media, um, do you see any growing trends on social media when it comes to mental health? Do you see more of something, less of something? Yeah. I do see a lot of people more, um, more open to talking. Uh, I think, you know, many people lost their lives in COVID. It was an absolute disaster. But what COVID did is it narrowed the gap. It narrowed the gap where, you know, adolescents from parents all felt the same thing. It actually leveled the playing ground. So what we've seen on social media, whether it was on TikTok or Instagram, we've seen many more people feeling less ashamed uh, to a certain extent. Of course, we're nowhere near where we need to be, but I, I think that uh, we are in a good place. I think it's just, it needs a little bit more momentum, but I also think that a lot of men that haven't been talking before are now speaking. That's very small in ratio and proportion to what we need to get, but I also clap for any form of minuscule change because that's how we need to sort of view any form of progress. What do you want to see uh, coming in the coming years uh, for mental health? What would you want to see more of or what do you want to see changing? I want to see more media campaigns in the region. I want to see governments, uh, healthcare systems actually uh, invest in awareness campaigns. What I'd like to see here, I'd like to see media campaigns. I'd like to see uh, c celebrities, uh, football players, singers, actresses, all stakeholders of this limelight come together and just say that being human, it's, it's, it's okay to, to go through whatever. And only then will we see our service providers actually being utilized at the capacity that they're nowhere near to be fully utilized at. Simple. Guys, thank you so much for watching. If you did find this video helpful, then make sure you like, share with people that you know may need the help. Um, comment below and subscribe to the channel. And if you are listening to us on podcast, then make sure you click follow. We'll see you next week.